0: and welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast with me Gail and my amazing guests. I finally quit drinking for good in March of 2018 and one of the things that helped me was connecting with people on the same journey as me, hearing their stories and finding inspiration. No matter where you are on your journey to sobriety, I hope you enjoy listening to these stories and hope they bring you inspiration inspiration. Joy and light, so you can find your own sober bliss.
1: Hi everyone, Gail here from uh, Sober Bliss. Now, today I'm really excited because I'm talking to the fabulous Angie who runs the inspirational blog Lifting Weights Not Wine. Hi, Angie. Hi thank Good you to so you. much it's lovely to meet you thank you so much for talking to me today um i just want to explain to people who haven't seen your blog already and uh, your blog's called liftingweightsnotwine.com and it's all about your journey after you quit drinking and what you've achieved since then which yeah. is obviously weightlifting among other things um so you decided to stop drinking in um, 2016, is that right, in November? Yeah,
2: November 2016, um, after a number of attempts of trying to stop, I finally did it. Yeah.
1: So yeah
2: two years, so it's pretty good feeling.
1: It's amazing, it's amazing. So what made you decide that it was time to stop, and how is this time different from previous attempts
2: um i think i got to the point where i was sick or feeling sick i was i don't know if it was an age thing i was 41 the hangovers were lasting longer Mm. Um, and i felt like it was impacting my family time especially at the weekends because i was a big weekend drinker not necessarily drank a lot in the week but i did drink a lot the weekends didn't have an off switch So I was spending all week looking forward to family time at the weekend, and then spending all weekend feeling rubbish, thinking about the next glass of wine to make me feel better. Um, And it was just a number of things, you know, when certain things happen, you just get to the point, they're probably just signs or whatever, and you just think, right, this really has to just change, it cannot carry on. So I just was just felt that bad I just knew it had to change and I think I had that as my determination mm-hmm. it was like there was no other option you know I wanted things to be different I wanted to feel better about myself and yeah. be the best person that I could be for my children and for my family and mm-hmm. um, so one of the first things I did was I'd hobbled around on all the online groups Um Not really commented on anything because thinking I'm still drinking, I can't comment, or but I did, and I I just wanted to be one of these people that stopped. So I first emailed Claire Pooley, who does the uh, Mummy Was a Secret Drinker, the Sober Diaries, Mm. um, and she emailed me back and she was just saying, You know, you can do it, and that just gave me the confidence, really, to think, Gosh, I I could do this, you know, yeah. Um, so it's just a number of things really, and um, that all came together and just give me that last big push to do it.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um. And once you've decided, okay, that's it. I'm going to stop. You mm. said that you wanted to become the best version of yourself. Yeah. So you decided to get into um, exercise and and healthy living. Um. Yeah. So how did the weights come from that then? Is that what you decided, okay, I'm going to stop drinking and I'm going to start lifting weights? Or?
2: Um, I'd always admired the strong, not skinny, sort of not curvy a woman, but strong. I wanted, I've always admired people like that. I thought, gosh, it must be amazing to be like that. Yeah. And one of my best <laughs> friends, just by chance, obviously met someone who was a personal trainer, who set up a gym in the garden basically so he's a personal trainer from home Mm -hmm. but i started going there while i was still drinking um but it was hit and miss so i'd have a couple of good weeks and then a horrendous hangover that lasted like up till wednesday thursday where i've just eaten like rubbish for three days and i was like start next week so i just wasn't consistent with it so i wasn't my weights weren't going up i wasn't seeing any results because i was hit and miss with it Mm -hmm. so it's when i stopped drinking I, I realised I've got an addictive nature and I knew I could have turned to food quite easily so and I thought, am more of a foodie than I've ever been. Um, but I just thought, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it big time and change, you know, change how I look and how I feel about myself. I think when I felt so rubbish, I just wanted to feel so good and yeah. I knew that by doing the way. I knew the option was there to do it through Gaz, who's the personal trainer, um, and it was just a case of I just loved doing it, and I had the energy, and that every Monday, like every week, I wanted to be on it. So it was just the consistency of doing it, and you just feel like you're getting stronger and stronger, like mentally and physically. And um, so it, I sort of fell into it really; it wasn't something I was determined to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just become my new thing, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you've only been able to achieve that and achieve the consistency because you stopped drinking. Stopped.
2: Definitely. My mind now is on it all the time. Instead of being in fits and starts in a healthy day, a rubbish day, or it's now like every day. Yeah, you yeah, have off days. Everyone has off days. I mean yeah. I'm horn on on forty three. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like Some days are worse than others. But I think you just feel more positive in general. I just feel more positive through not drinking. Yeah. Um, And I just want to live as long as I can, be as healthy as I can. You know, and yeah, I do try and balance it where I eat what I want to eat at weekends. But the majority of the time, I'm just eating what's good for me. And Mm. that's what I want to eat now. You know, I'm not craving all the. And the shooter, yeah with a hangover
1: mm, yeah yeah. so what is it then about lifting weights in particular that you really enjoy?
2: I think you see a difference. I've seen a huge change in my actual build in my figure and right. my last blog that I did was on wet weights. I've always been obsessed with weighing myself and being a certain weight.
1: Yes, Um, I saw that.
2: Mm. Yeah, and it takes, you move away from that. I'm still struggling with that, but you focus more on being strong, you know, and fueling your body. And Mm. it just changes your mindset, really, to thinking, I need to eat well because I want to be able to lift a heavier weight. You know, and you do get an adrenaline rush from that, definitely. Mm -hmm.
1: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But you don't look like a bodybuilder type person, so no. how, how do you like?
2: I don't like want to really, <laughs> 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 don't say that. <laughs> <Stop No. joking. laughs>
1: but you no, do look really strong and, and fit and healthy but you're not yeah, like, you
2: know. Really. The most, my area I've noticed the most is like my middle area because that was where when I was drinking I put on a lot of weight. I mean, I've been five stone heavier than what I am, but I, w- I will always have slim legs. That was just my build, mm. but my, my weight—it was my stomach, and that is what I slimmed down the most. I would say since wow. I stopped drinking, definitely. Wow. Because they say, don't you know, like the wine belly and yeah, that's the muffin and I think yeah, and I think that's where I've noticed a difference. But just physically stronger, stronger in more energy to do things and I
1: feel physically stronger. Yeah, yeah. Well you look amazing, you really do. Oh, thank you. Thank
2: <laughs> you.
1: Some days are better
2: than
1: others. <Yeah. laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to somebody who's um you know thinking, okay, I'm gonna stop drinking and maybe weights is something that I could do. What advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about going in your kind of direction
2: yeah I think you definitely need to go to someone obviously who's a personal trainer or instructor because I'm not you know I'm just lucky enough to have a friend who is who just lets me use his gym basically um, and <laughs> I started off really early even when I was drinking I did do the Jillian Michaels DVDs
1: the 30 day shred,
2: 30 shred. she's done yeah. lots she's huge I love her Um. And that's a really good place to start because that's it's still it's more like the hits, so it's like high intensity training. So you've still got a bit of cardio, but then mm-hmm. she's got all the weight moves in there. You can just use whatever you need then. Um but I started doing that quite a while ago. Um and then obviously moved up into the gym because my friend I don't go to a gym, it's just my friend's um gym that I go to. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite lucky with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What's the heaviest weight that you've lifted then so far?
2: Well, I can deadlift my body weight, so uh, quite chuffed with that. Yeah. Quite chuffed yeah. with that. So, and I would could not do that before, and it's quite that that isn't really a lot when you look at what people can lift. That isn't really a lot, but it it makes feel good that you can do it. Do you know if you? Yeah. <laughs> <have an> <to>.
1: God, definitely, I struggle with, um, I've got two like little hand weights which are one kilo each and I do the Gillian Michaels 30 yeah. days And the, when you get to that one where you've got
2: the like, oh,
1: <laughs> I struggle with that. But <laughs>
2: honestly you do get that, I was on the two kilogram weights when I started doing Gillian Michaels and with the deadlift that's like on the big bar, you know, yeah. when you're you over. So that's not just, with those probably like the 8Ks I'm on. Mm-hmm so you you definitely you definitely got you've got this side like said you've got just got to stay at it, but if you start now, I would definitely go and see someone you know who can help you like in a gym or something'
1: Yeah, a professional person
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah yeah. Tell me then about the other challenges that you do because at the minute you do doing a 60 day fitness challenge is that right
2: how these have started <laughs> well, I, did, I had no intention of doing these when I started my Instagram page yeah but it just gave me a focus to put something on every day because I was a bit one day I post something then I wouldn't mm. and then I was just reading like how you can grow your page obviously and get more people on board and the um someone had suggested the fitness challenges or just posting something every day so I was like well I don't really know what I would put on so when I mention it and then people are interested yeah. so I've done the 100 day challenge and then I'm now on the 60 day challenge but I seem to have lost a lot of people along the way so I don't know if anyone's still listening to you maybe they're <laughs> too busy doing their own I know, yeah they might be so I'm really on day 60 so that's quite good and then the other things. I mean, I've always done 5Ks, like, I've tried to do the 5Ks, mm-hmm. for, like, research and race for life. Um, but yeah, I started sign myself up for the Tug Mudder. What's that? Um, hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I signed myself up for that before. I'd stopped drinking. That was when right. I signed myself up for this. And then, it, and aside, that was about two weeks before I stopped. So weird how things happen. Like, I never, do you know, yeah. when you look at it now, and I'm thinking, I've got to become one of these people that, you know, all they do is exercise and get really strong. So it's basically, they're all over the world. And mm-hmm. it's 22, how many miles is it? I think it's 20 miles, I think. Mm-hmm. Not 20 miles, 20K. Right. Okay. There's um, all of these like obstacles, so but a lot of them are mind over matter. It's like going into ice cold water and going underwater. Yeah, and there's a lot of mud climbing up. <laughs> so, yeah, I did my second one this year, but it's a brilliant sense. It's scary, you are really scared before you do it, but it is a brilliant sense of achievement. I think I can do that,
1: yeah. You know? so,
2: My aim is to do one every year for the next eight years, so then I will have done ten. Wow.
1: That's my aim. Yeah, yeah. And is it an individual thing, or do you do it with uh, a team of people?
2: I did it with a team last year Mm -hmm. uh, of friends, and then I signed up and no one else signed back up. So I had no one else to do it with. And then my husband felt sorry for me. So he did the last one with me. So he signed up to do it with me. So they all left me, all my friends. I was like, oh, I can't believe you've left me. They were like, he's crazy, it's crazy. So yeah, I did it with my husband. So and how I did he get on? Next... Yeah, into it? Well, he's ex-army. Oh, so he's, yeah, so he's, he's quite good with stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Things that he does just every day to warm up. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, something like
1: that. So what is it then that you love the most about your new sober life? Not just the exercise and getting strong, but Um, in general.
2: I think the main thing is just being, feeling more balanced and present just, I feel like I can deal with things so much better, so much better, and I just know, I've always tried to be the best mum that I can be for my children, but I just know now that I'm being like that 100% of the time, and it's Mm. not just a case of certain nights if you've got friends around and you're like trying to rush them off to bed, and
1: Mm.
2: you know, I very rarely did that, but I was aware that I was doing it. And I know yeah. now that's gone, they're always, always at the front of my mind. Whereas in the past, after, after a certain number of glasses of wine, they've gone further and further back. Because all the things about wine, you know. And I don't want that to sound awful. I've, I've never, like, neglected them or anything like that. But I just know now that they've got the best of me as their mum. And I think that's one of the main things. And the hangover free mornings. I mean,
1: they are just
2: always. <laughs> of course. Especially at the weekend. Especially at the weekend. I'll always love those still.
1: Just yeah. Like, you
2: know, on it straight away, you know.
1: I know what you mean. Sunday mornings now, for me, are just the best ever. Yeah. Because you wake up earlier than what you would have done. You've got the whole day to yourself. And you can do stuff with a clear head and a positive... Outlook on the day, definitely. Definitely, and
2: not every day, it's not every day is like that. Someone is you still wake up and you're like, Oh gosh, Monday morning, or but then you, you, you oh, that's still even my bad days mm-hmm. are better than when I, even my worst days sober are better than the days when I was hungover or drinking. Definitely,
1: mm-hmm. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, totally the same yeah for me as well it's my kids like you said you don't really mean to kind of push them to the background but when you're drinking it takes over and you're in your own little bubble um, and i got to a point where i felt like i was maintaining them you know what i mean they were well fed they were bathed you know homework was done they were well turned out but there was just something lacking as soon as, for me, it was beer, I was a beer drinker. So as soon as you, you know, cracked open your beer, then that was it. It was May time, even if that meant the whole afternoon. So they kind of did get pushed yeah. to one side, yeah. which is, um, it's it's not good. And I still feel really guilty about that,
2: but... Yeah I, I know but don't do because i i do i know exactly what you're saying but we we've we've changed we've improved that situation yeah. you know a lot of people are just going along not doing anything about it You mm. know, not even feeling guilty about it yeah so we we shouldn't feel bad no so
1: because... <laughs> yeah but like you said, we've we've done something about it now, and it's yeah. life's so much better, even on the bad days. It's better than yeah. than before.
2: Definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely. yeah. What would you say to people then who were thinking, "Oh, I might have a problem with drinking. Maybe I should, you know, cut down or stop." What would you say to people to encourage them just to to go for it?
2: Um, well, it's the best thing I've ever done for my health and for my family. Really, it's the best thing I've ever done because it mm-hmm. is a game changer. It's like it's like it has changed my life 100%. Just opens up more possibilities. I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I couldn't motivate. I mean, if if you can, anyone listening, if you can motivate and you're happy with that, but if you're really looking at Cutting down. If you're looking at cutting down, are you even thinking about do I drink too much? And you probably do, you know, yeah. you probably do like the advice now don't need that no level of alcohol is safe to drink, you know. So it's people are changing, but if you're not enjoying it, definitely just look at doing something about it. and mm. um, one of the main things that changed me was I read the Jason Vale Kick the Drink. I don't know if you've read that yes i did read it Um, and i think people have like split view on it but i felt like it worked for me totally okay i felt like it hypnotized me it was like i went from feeling like i was missing out on not drinking i felt like i was going from looking at people like oh look at them being able to have a glass of wine to going, oh my gosh why are they drinking that wine it's like it changed in my head it just flipped a switch and it was like I'm not missing out on anything by not drinking, whereas, you know, I've done dry January, tried dry January, which was just horrendous for me <laughs> and everyone around me, because it was just pain. <laughs> I've never done sober October, but I've tried the dry January, and all the time I was like, I couldn't wait for February, mm. I felt like all January I was just deprived, I didn't go out, I missed out on so much things, like, no, I'm not drinking, I'm just going to go to bed, I was grumpy, Yeah. Whereas, And I actually gave up it was nothing like that it was like yes I'm not drinking you know and I'm still gonna carry on because it was Christmas time I stuck to all the things that I planned and I just thought I'm not gonna not go to these things and I think that helped a lot because I I wasn't missing out on anything
1: exactly
2: go out and have a really good night still without drinking
1: and without the hangover the next day Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: yeah Definitely.
1: Yeah, I think that's the kind of switch that really, really helped people. I help people on my program to get them to realize and understand that actually alcohol isn't doing them any good at all. And they're not giving up on anything when they remove it from their life. And it's really inspiring to talk to you because it just goes to show that there's so much more you can achieve. Once you make the decision to stop drinking and you don't feel like you're missing out at all, in fact, you feel and you do gain so much more just by making that switch and taking that first
2: step. yeah, I think as well you you've just got to believe that you can do it because at times, gosh, certain times I could have killed for a glass of wine but When you've got so many, even weeks, even if you've got a good chunk of weeks behind you, you're just like, not gonna lose that for one glass of wine, I'm not doing it. So, develop different ways of dealing with it, you know, you just find different ways of getting over that, and it it passes, it it passes within 10, 15, 20 minutes that urge. Exactly. But I very rarely have that, and I can't really remember what it was like having a drink.
1: That's amazing. Mm. what did you do then in the early days because that's what people struggle with i think in the beginning
2: yeah.
1: uh, how to get through you know the first week the first couple of weeks how did you yeah. get through that well, i
2: was i had to run up to christmas so there was chocolate and food everywhere. <laughs> so i just thought I'm, i i just thought to myself i'm just gonna look after myself till january Hmm. And then I'm gonna get on it. we looking look at like being healthy, and so I just did runs, walks. Um, I didn't push myself to do something every day, and I let yeah. myself eat whatever I fancied. Um, hot. I had lots of hot chocolate. I don't know why, but hot chocolate. Oh, me too. It's like, yeah, it's like this miracle drink when you're hot. Oh, we have a hot chocolate. <laughs> um, and Bex Blue. Well, non-alcoholic lager in general, really and mm-hmm. um, but I was just I was just buzzing off not drinking I couldn't believe I was doing it really wow. and that was like the adrenaline that it kept me going yeah and it was a good time anyway Christmas instead of looking at it like oh it's Christmas normally I mean in the past I've drunk two three bottles wine on Christmas Day throughout the day do you know what I mean
1: yeah
2: and that's when I'm doing Christmas dinner <laughs> like oh <hearts laughs> I have around so it's not Christmas for me is a time where I'm like, woohoo, like I can drink whenever, you know. So it's not yeah. like I would have a little glass of red wine with my tea. It no. would be a big blowout, big blowout time for me for the whole two weeks the kids were off. It would just be like party time. Mm. So the fact that I wasn't drinking it was like Christmas Day, feeling good on Christmas Day. It was amazing.
1: You know, yeah. it was like,
2: yes, I feel so good. So that was like the buzz off that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was better than any drink would have been, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, how is Christmas better in general than being sober?
2: Well, 100% just the kids, really, just having yeah. absorbing it all and seeing it through their eyes. Mm-hmm. So, I've, I've blogged about this in the past, and it's like if you're going on holiday now or even going camping, we do a lot of camping they're buzzing about going and they're just gen- genuinely so happy that we're just going on holiday so it's yeah. like I'm back at that level it's like oh instead of thinking like we'll have a drink at the airport or Can't always get on the plane holiday mode that's gone it's just you just it's nice to not have to cook meals or you enjoy the other things do you know what I mean so I think with Christmas you just go back to basics, really. I think when you're not drinking, it
1: just
2: fixes mm. everything down to what it's about. And it was just, it's just, you know, the kids meeting family, catching up with people, yeah. And still being able to go for a run, or you know, not waiting for the first of January because that would be my big thing was like, well, blow out now, and then first of January I'm on it, you know, and that would last for like two or three days. And then <laughs> it's just, it was just this vicious cycle. <laughs>
1: Mm. yeah but now it's all the time and i I totally get what you say when you just appreciate things for what they are mm. christmas day holidays saturdays just
2: yeah.
1: are so yeah. much better yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah i think i always say because with not drinking it's like the the good times are good the bad times are bad still but your good yeah. times are, like, really good. It's like you really appreciate it. You still have your bad times, mm. but the good times, you feel like you, you are really, you know, you it's your true feelings, isn't it? You're not mad exactly and, You know, so when something, when you're really laughing, you are actually really laughing at something that's made you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> not the next day, you're like, what was I laughing
1: at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does um, the future hold, then, for Angie?
2: Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at changing my job, so I'm hopefully looking at becoming a body pump instructor. Wow. Um, because at the moment, my, I've got my own ironing business. Oh, have you? So, yeah, oh, cool. so I was a mortgage advisor before I had kids, and then when I had kids, I stayed at home. And yeah. then I've been doing my ironing business for like seven years now.
1: Oh, wow. I don't Why iron do you- at all. I haven't no, ironed anything for 14 minutes. I don't iron a
2: lot myself. <laughs> you won't be a very good customer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that basically fit around the kids, but I've lost the will to live with it really now, which sounds awful. But mm. I just read it new, and yeah. so I've just looked into doing um, a body pump training course. I'm hopefully going to do that in January. Wow. And just take it from there, really. Just... I don't know I've not got any major plans I suppose it's just seeing what happens you know and just carry on doing what I'm doing really
1: Mhm. yeah wow it sounds amazing mm-hmm. it does. and none of this would have been possible though if you'd carried on in the cycle of drinking regret and not doing
2: anything about it yeah. I wouldn't have believed I could I wouldn't have believed in myself that I could do it you know and it's like with my job it just got me through the week it, it yeah. was like to get through the week to friday and then it was like i don't know just chill yeah, it was like having wine was my chill out which now it's, it's crazy mm. because it just wasn't there's was nothing relaxing about it really no that's you know? true
1: yeah what do you do now then to chill out
2: um Lots of snuggles on the settee with the girls, yeah. um, DVDs, walks. We've got an eight-month-old old puppy, oh, so no. we do a lot of walks with him. Um, yeah, I'd like to, I've would not read for ages, um, but if I do get a good book, I will read. But it's just finding the time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think with exercising, I, I find that quite relaxing afterwards. I always feel recharged and re-energised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not major
1: yeah. Oh. Is there anything you'd like to say to anybody who um who's watching this? Any final words of advice or wisdom?
2: Um. If you're unhappy with how you are, you can change it. No matter what that is, you can change it. And stopping the drinking was the biggest game changer for me 100 percent because it just allows you to be who you are and do what you really enjoy you know the stuff i was doing when i was drinking if i was enjoying it i wouldn't have needed to drink yeah you know? and it's like in jason Vale's book he says you know if you're meeting up with friends and you haven't seen them for a while you can't wait to see them why do you need to drink you should just be happy that you're going to see them
1: Exactly. And,
2: you know, it's like watching DVDs with the girls and I'd have a bottle of wine on the side. And now it's just crazy that I did mm-hmm. that. But you can start. And, you know, I'm 43 and it's in my mind all the time. You see all the young girls on Instagram, you think, oh gosh, you know, am I too old for all this? But you're not, know, you are never too old to change. No. You, you know, your life, what you want to do. If you're unhappy, just just do it just do it no matter what it takes you can Mm. do it yeah yeah wow yeah just start small and one day at a time you will it happens it's not overnight definitely not but it does happen
1: yeah oh wow thank you angie
2: Oh, you're welcome.
1: We you could talk all day. Yeah, we could.
2: <laughs>
1: I know. Oh my gosh, that shuts up? I know. <laughs> um, if you want to read Angie's um, blog, which I really encourage you to do so, it's called Lifting Weights, Not Wine. And I'll put the link in the description on the video and also on my blog. Um, and just get in touch if you want some advice or you just want to chat then get in touch and i'm here to help you and i really hope that you found angie as inspirational as i have and you would really do make the effort to to make a change and do something more exciting with your life that doesn't involve sitting on the settee with a glass
0: of wine every night thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode then please share and subscribe for more help and support go to the sober bliss website soberbliss.com connect with me on social media and learn how i can help you quit drinking and start living